you've had bariatric surgery and know that protein plays a major role in your recovery, but what about fat? Can you have some or is it taboo? Stay right where you are and let's talk about the macro we love to hate, fat. Hi, I'm registered dietitian nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 49. Most of my career, I've worked in some type of media, particularly radio, where I did morning drive nutrition spots for over 18 years. I loved every minute of it. That's what led me to start podcasting, ultimately to you. I created Bariatric Surgery Success to provide you with life-changing information based on science, along with simple strategies and tools to help you be su successful in your transformation and along your entire journey. So happy you've connected with me. You're in the right place. I'm glad you're listening. If you haven't joined me in the private Facebook group, what's holding you back? It's called Bariatric Surgery Success with Dr. Susan Mitchell. Lately, we've talked about pea protein versus whey protein and how many grams of carb you need after surgery. Lots of questions and feedback. So if you need a safe place to ask, join us. I'll put the link in the show notes or pop over to breakingdownnutrition.com. You can join from the homepage. Fat and carbs are two words that make many of us cringe, but they shouldn't. Both are needed by the body to be healthy and both add enjoyment to food. Let's focus on fat today and how much you need after surgery. And yes, you're allowed to have it. It's not taboo. So much confusion and so little time. Let's get right to the big issues. Fat is a macronutrient, just like protein and carbohydrate. I know you might find this hard to believe, but fat plays numerous positive roles in your body as it acts as an energy source, it protects your organs, it regulates body temperature, and it helps to absorb vitamins A, D, E, and K, which are known as the fat-soluble vitamins. Fat also increases your feeling of fullness. Or what is it also called, do you remember? That's right, your feeling of satiety. And we surely can't forget that fat improves the taste and the mouthfeel of so many foods. The big question is, how much fat should you eat after surgery? The broad answer is 25 to 30% of your total calories per day. Let's dig deeper. Put your math hat on. Let's say that you're eating 1,200 calories per day. Use 25% fat calories in this example. So 25% of 1,200 is 300 calories from fat. If you like to log calories, fine, but more about that in, the mo in a minute. You don't have to. If you're more into grams and prefer to keep an eye on them, then do you recall how many calories per gram are in fat? Nine. To convert those 300 fat calories into fat grams, divide by nine and get about 33 and a half grams. Okay, let's, re let's review once more. If you're consuming 1,200 calories a day and you want to eat about 25% of those calories from fat, 25% of 1,200 is 300 calories. To convert to fat grams, divide by nine and you have 33 plus grams. The math changes as your total calories change and the amount or percent of fat you desire changes. For example, if you're eating 1,400 calories per day and let's say 30% fat, 
then 30% of 1,400 is 420 calories. Divide by nine calories per gram and you have about 47 grams of fat per day. Notice there is not one and only one answer. Why? Your body varies from your friends as perhaps your surgery does too. You also may eat more or less grams of protein per day in that range of somewhere to 60 to 120 grams. And then you have carb grams of up to 130. So each macronutrient takes up part of the total calories per day. So your individual needs juggle within these ranges of each macronutrient. Beside the calories and the fat grams per day, the type of fat you eat is equally important. Your focus, unsaturated fat instead of saturated. If you listen to the podcast, you've heard me say many times that saturated fat can raise your total cholesterol level as well as the lousy LDL cholesterol. Unsaturated fat, which includes monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats are found in foods such as nuts, seeds, olives, fish, avocado, and oils from these foods such as olive oil, peanut oil, etc. Unsaturated fats tend to be more health protective, especially when it comes to your cholesterol level and heart health. Plus, some of these foods such as fish, avocado, and nuts have anti-inflammatory effects too, another bonus. A few minutes ago, I mentioned you can track fat grams or calories if you want. So let me say this about that. You can easily become frustrated if you try to track everything and will want to give up. Eating and food are meant to be enjoyed, not be a pain in your patootie every day. So what to do? Let's go back to the main focus macro. What is it? Protein. If you track or count, or tally up your protein in, intake every day for the day, and then just make smart fat choices with your focus on unsaturated fat and realistic smaller portions, and you do the same with high fiber carbs, things fall into place without feeling overwhelmed and saying, forget about it. And remember, this sanity with your daily calories and macros is part of taking care of yourself. So decide what works best for you. You're worth it. Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories, LLC. All rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.